0: Welcome back to Rhymes with Decorah, a small series of shows from Southeast Minnesota here that we're calling Rhymes with Fillmore, Rhymes with Eagle's Bluff, Rhymes with Trout, maybe? Let's see what happens. Uh, Our special guest today from the Root River Rod Company. Uh, We have with us Elena Sobiniak, as well as Lance Prado, and a special guest today, I'm pretty sure the first baby we've had on the podcast, Finn, is here with us today, too. (laughs) Welcome, guys. Thanks for uh, taking time out of your afternoon to be here and uh, your family schedule and your business schedule and your life schedule and, uh, and making this conversation happen. We really appreciate it.
1: Yeah, thank you for having us.
2: Yeah, we're happy to be here.
0: Absolutely. And for our listeners today, uh, Finn is along with us. Finn is six months old, and uh, Finn is going to appear on the podcast however he would like to or not. So uh, uh, you can enjoy that <laughs> enjoy that in the background either way. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, uh, Elaine and Lance, thanks so much for, uh, for being here today. Uh, it's fun for me to get to tell this story. Uh, we're going to rewind a little bit to bring listeners up to speed, um, but you are both involved and are now the own. Owners and operators of the Root River Rod Company in Lanesboro, correct?
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Right there on Parkway Avenue North downtown. It's pretty hard to miss. Kind of cross Kitty Corner a little bit from all sorts of good stuff at the main four-way intersection there. Uh, Pedal pushers across the way, some other stuff. So if you're in downtown Lanesboro, (coughs) the shop is right there. Hey, buddy. It's all right. (laughs) And uh, the Fly Shop has been there for several years. Uh, Elena, uh, listeners may be familiar with your dad, Steve, right?
2: Yeah, so my dad, Steve Sabiniak, opened up the shop in 2017. was our first summer. And uh, we were big helpers all the way through, I'd say, uh, from, yeah, you know, he renovated the whole building there. So we've been mm-hmm. in there since day one, and um, he really loved what he did. He loved running the fly shop and building bamboo rods out of the back. And um, after about a year of battling cancer he passed away this fall. Yeah. And so we have now taken over and hope to continue his dream there.
0: Absolutely. And and for listeners who aren't familiar, I'll stay uh, I'll, I can I can say uh Steve uh, Sobiniak was the founder of the Root River Rod Company in Lanesboro. Um Steve's a fascinating guy. I met him several times in the shop when I was passing through Lanesboro. I self-admittedly at the top of this show will say that I am a hack fly fisherman, I love getting out. I love being on streams. Uh, I don't tie flies and I'm not very good at it. Uh, but I do catch fish and that's, uh, that's what it's, that's what it's about at the end of the day.
1: Right. Yeah. It's, it's about getting outside and enjoying the river and the nature and if you catch a fish, that's a bonus. So
0: Right. Yeah, absolutely. And so that's something Steve definitely embodied over the years. Um, it's kind of a fun story because your dad had um, a, an entire life before he came to the fly. Well, he fly fished certainly, but before the business side of the fly shop. Um, grew up in upstate New York, which I need to mention, right? Uh, Elena, you grew up in Minnesota, correct? Yes. So yes. this was all pre- previous to children, uh, but your dad's background was growing up in upstate New York. Um, Lewiston area,
2: was that right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Lewiston and then later Niagara Falls.
0: Niagara Falls. What a fascinating area to grow up in, right? Yeah. Jumping across the border. Who knows? Having fun, right? Uh, I only bring that up just because this has got to be at least the third reference in the podcast to upstate New York in random ways. And I, I, there's got to be a connection there somewhere. I know there are some fun areas of upstate that kind of resemble our region in some ways. So it's a, it's a fun connection. Your dad was uh, in construction, right? Finished carpenter, did all sorts of stuff as a career.
2: Yeah, he did some beautiful finished carpentry work up in the Twin Cities. Uh, he was actually highlighted on the TV show Home Time. So we like to joke that he was like the hunky carpenter on there. <laughs> I but love that. Yeah, he just beautiful, beautiful work, which you'll see in the shop if you're in Lanesboro and stuff. Yes, in.
0: absolutely. And I love that. And of course, along the way, caught a love for fishing. Uh, but specifically, something that was really interesting, too, is that he also started building bamboo fly rods, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, I think that for him started as a hobby of restoring bamboo rods many years ago. Okay. Also, of a he just had to start from the beginning and make them from scratch and turn into a full business.
0: Yeah. And that's amazing. I mean, I guess we can say for listeners without going too far down a rabbit hole, but I mean, bamboo rods are, are kind of uh, hand in hand, a lot of history with fly fishing, right? I mean, there's a lot yeah, of... Uh, yeah.
1: It's pretty much how it started. Yeah. And all of his rods are... Hand split, cane, um, no machine work, all hand planed. And so, yeah,
0: there's a lot of artistry that goes yeah. in that for sure. And of course, the uh, hand or eye of a finished carpenter would be a pretty good place to start on that hobby, I would imagine.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, he was so used to working with wood. When once he started restoring them, he just said, Hey, I got to get this Uh, right from the start.
0: That's so awesome. And what a cool thing. I know at certain points when I passed through the shop, of course, like he had projects he would be working on or other things. But just a fascinating thing to see happen. And for people who are serious about fly fishing, probably have more knowledge on that subject. But it also just is a cool part of the story. And of course, how he perhaps came to part of the sport. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a really, it's a really fun thing. So, uh, you know, the story it is amazing, um, you know, and, and, and was diagnosed uh, with cancer, right? And within a year, pretty much uh, passed away, which is a crazy story. And of course, a lot of lessons there for all of us, you know, to appreciate where you are and what you're doing in life at any, any given moment, right? Um, maybe to me, the coolest part of the story is he has left a great legacy here in Southeast Minnesota and on the root river and uh, some pretty cool resources that you guys are carrying on. So that is um, a spectacular part part of this story uh, and and something I appreciate so much. Um, Let's back up for just a second. So Elena, you were telling me earlier before we started, uh, you guys have actually known each other a long time, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Lance (laughs) and I grew up together. We were neighbors. Oh, that's awesome. He moved to the neighborhood when he was five or six years old.
1: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Minneapolis
0: metro area, where were you guys?
2: Yeah, we were uh, west side of Lake Minnetonka.
1: Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it was fun. You know, she's kind of the girl next door. So <laughs> yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. Took did you guys another... keep up after high school
0: years? You kind of go your own ways, or uh, how did that happen?
2: Yeah. So in high school, we were we kind of became friends towards the end of high school, and then we both went away to college. Lance went out to Colorado, and I went oh, to yeah. the UP of Michigan. Oh, nice. And uh, ended up finding our way back to the lake minnetonka area and then started dating a few years later
1: love that yeah yeah the the stories are great yeah it's been great ever since
0: (laughs) you mentioned two awesome locations as well i mean i gotta ask you both lance where were you in colorado
1: uh so i lived in steamboat colorado for Mm -hmm. a few years and then moved down to silverthorne yeah awesome so I snowboarding was a big part of my life you bet (laughs) yes um yeah. yeah, pretty much until family came, but I still, I still love it. So. Oh, yeah.
0: No, yeah. definitely. That's a hoot and, and probably some really excellent years to be in Colorado, too. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah. it's a beautiful area. My wife and I have spent a lot of time on the western slope, uh, out in Ure, up in that direction. And, uh, boy, it's, it's hard to go wrong, right? Yeah. A, yeah. A lot of so beautiful, beautiful places to yeah. explore in that direction. Uh, a, a very funny story. On our honeymoon, we were actually driving to Ure, and we decided to take a little shortcut thought um, to hop over into Steamboat, uh, turns out the road started out pretty well, but kind of ended as a mountain road, uh, oh, more yeah. of a path. Yeah. I was driving a 1999 Subaru legacy and, uh, it all worked out, but it was a, it was a pretty good adventure for the beginning of our marriage. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Those, yeah. those Subarus can go anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's the theory, right? Yeah. Uh, Alina, uh, you mentioned the UP. Uh, tell me a bit about that.
2: Yeah. So I went to a college at Northern Michigan University in Marquette. That's right on the shores of Lake Superior. Awesome area. Uh, yeah, absolutely loved my time there. Uh, we go back, try and get back once a year and visit that area.
0: Nice. Did either of you, were either of you into fishing in those areas when you were there?
1: Uh, yeah, not as crazy as I am now, but yeah, I did fish when I was in Colorado. I fished like the Blue River, Colorado River, and then, you know, jump over to like Estes Park and fish the sure. Big Thompson. and Awesome. You know, pretty much all the... Staple fisheries out there. Absolutely. I I mentioned
0: earlier, I've had some involvement just as a participant in an event that happens down at the Yellow River Forest um, called the uh, Flyathlon, the Driftless Flyathlon. And it's funny enough, the roots of that event started in Colorado with sort of mountain running trails and then fly fishing and craft beer, of course. But uh, it's been funny. So the founders were all out in Colorado and pretty serious trail runners. And a couple of the guys from Charles city kind of got the event started on this end of the world, uh, and down at yellow river. But it's very funny because the running aspect of that event, uh, here in Iowa, uh, is, um, significantly less intense, uh, than the Colorado guys yeah. who started, I think that's some, some pretty serious sportsmanship out yeah. there. So yeah,
1: they, they don't take it lightly out there. <laughs> right. <laughs> I
0: love that. But, uh, yeah, really cool. I mean, something else that's a theme on this show. We often talk about are kind of boomerangs to this region. And, uh, I love those stories. I mean, you guys kind of grew up in Minnesota and had the, had some experience. Um, and of course, Steve spending time down in the Southeast corner here, fishing and, and digging around. This has been a pretty great place for, uh, folks to, to fall off the map once in a while. Uh, especially fly fishing our region yeah. is such a rich resource um yeah for those things right
1: it's so overlooked i would say and partially underrated but the yeah. fishing here is better than colorado and montana in a way <laughs> where you can go out and not see another person all day yeah and colorado montana is just so busy but i mean it's still beautiful out there and i love to get out there but absolutely this it's just different here and and it's yeah hard, it's harder, I would say. So it makes you a better angler. Everything's oh, overgrowing and Absolutely. You don't have back casts at all. You gotta be. Yep. <laughs>
0: I always feel really lucky. Uh, Both my grandpas were fishermen. Um, One of my grandpas was a bit more of a fly fisherman than the others were, or trout fisherman. He, uh, he was actually a pretty big salmon egg guy too. So he was kind of old, funny school in that way, but uh, they would take us out and get us out on the streams and at least have those experiences as young people, you know, and even if I was just making a mess and getting tangled up and, and whatever else we were out there, you know, and and, and kind of learning about what it meant to be out and, and and looking and uh, being in the woods and just checking everything out. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think, You know, getting kids started at a young age, like fishing, whether it's fly fishing, spin fishing, is such a big deal. Like, we grew up on Lake Minnetonka, and that's all we did was fish and wakeboard. (laughs) Yeah. So, oh, that's awesome.
0: I love that. And of course, uh, here in our region, I mean, today we're at Eagle bluff as we record this show in Southeast Minnesota. Lanesboro is, is, uh, you know, a, a very, a great central region uh, to kind of reach out from that area. The root river, uh, so many nooks and crannies. Oh yeah. Uh, one of the things I do want to talk about in the second half of the show, kind of in what all you guys offer at the shop and what's going on, but, um, uh, float trips on the root river, you know, as a kid, I spent time on the river tubing, canoeing, kayak a little bit. was kayaking wasn't even kind of hardly a thing still then. And it's amazing to me now to see people do more float trip style. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's so cool what you can access by doing that, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. The, <clears throat> the drift boat gets you into places that you normally can't because the land is either too steep or too, the terrain is just too bad or it's private. And so fishing is just unbelievable you're usually the only person out there fishing. You might see a kayak or a canoe go by, but uh, you're pretty much the only one fly fishing. So Yeah, that's, that's awesome.
0: And most of those trips here in the region are taking place on the Root River, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Different, uh, different branches of the Root River. Um, we have over 70 miles of floatable water for fishing, so... There's a lot right out our back door. So That's,
0: it's so awesome. Uh, it's been really funny even in more recent years. I know a few folks who are doing more of that type of fishing on the Upper Iowa too, which most people would really not think would be a thing. Uh, but if you kind of yeah. know where to go and where to look, it's actually a pretty neat way to see part of our region. So. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Upper Iowa is great. Uh, that's also another overlooked area. Yeah. Um, it's, I'll compare the Upper Iowa to, you know, the main branch of the Root River where yep, you have different species and Trout, smallmouth, and you every, bet everything in between. So. As long as
0: we can keep some keep some water in there, right? Yeah, you got, right. You got, yep. a to, you got
1: a chance to experience it.
0: <laughs> I love it. Uh, well, this is really fun. Uh, I appreciate you guys both taking time to be here. You also have a family, right? You have a 10-year-old, is that right?
2: Yeah, she'll be 10 uh, first week of March.
0: Love yep. that. Yep. I, we as well have a 10-year-old daughter, and uh, that's all sorts of adventures, right? And uh, Finn, who's here today, six months old. Finn, you're doing a very good job. I don't want to curse anything but uh <laughs>
1: he,
0: might, he might fall asleep here in a
1: minute
0: yeah. it's a good, good good place to be i love it and of course you guys are picking up uh things at the shop i think we're going to talk about it here on the second half of the show uh steve sobeniak who started the root river rod company in lanesboro uh what year did the shop start 2017. Yeah, in 2017. So, so, you know, several years already that the shop has been there. A lot of folks have found it as a great resource, uh, and you guys are, are carrying that on. So we're going to talk about that here in a second. Uh, we are at Eagle Bluff uh, uh, Environmental Learning Center today, just outside of Lanesboro. A little show a show we're calling uh, Rhymes with Fillmore, Rhymes with Lanesboro, Rhymes with Eagle Bluff. Hard to say here, uh, but I love it, and uh, my guest today on this show, Elena uh, Sobiniak and Lance uh, Prado. Thanks for being here. We're going to come back and talk a little bit more about the Root River Rod Company here in just a second. RootRiverRodCo.com is the place to find out all about it. We'll be right back.
2: Hi, this is Erin Henning-Nichols, founder and editor-in-chief of Inspired Magazine. Rhymes with Decor is brought to you by Inspired Media, bringing you positive news since 2007. Find us on stands across the Driftless, or check out our new website, or become a member at iloveinspired.com, creating stories about communities you love by people you trust. Thanks for being inspired.
0: And the voice of Aaron Henney Nichols there, my partner in life and business, iloveinspired.com. Find out all about what we do, Inspired Magazine, a quarterly publication across the region, Northeast Iowa, Southeast Minnesota, Western Wisconsin, telling stories and uh, promoting positive news across the region of uh, all sorts of cool stuff that's going on. Uh, A lot of friends in Lanesboro over the years, uh, a lot of connections and friends and people we've known and businesses and fun things. Um, My guests today on the show, Elena Sobiniak and Lance Prado from the Root River Rod Company. Appreciate you guys being here today. Finn is here as well doing a good job he's looking a little tired i should probably talk a little quieter Please. i love it he's gonna go to sleep soon it's gonna it's nappy time nappy time is happy time man we all need more of that um you guys thank you for being here today we've told the story of steve a little bit uh his passing away in september of 2022 and of course steve had really become kind of a real fixture in the lanesborough community i feel like right i mean the the idea anywhere that good streams exist uh you know a fly shop kind of becomes a community hub right i mean it kind of just becomes a part of the community that's more than just a retail store yeah yeah
2: <laughs> yeah definitely and i think my dad really just made everybody feel so welcome and he would just sit and chat for hours CNL you know, and You just really brought a good energy to the shop that we hope to continue.
0: I definitely have to agree with that. I have to say I am in and out of a ton of businesses. So I still do most of the distribution for our magazine. And, um, you know, we look for places that are are fun and friendly and that are interested in what we're doing as well. And that's kind of how we find partners across the region. And I know pretty quickly when I walk in somewhere I haven't been before, if, Perhaps we're welcome to leave a little handful of magazines or not, and I'll never forget. I think that one of the first times I walked in, and and I didn't even know who Steve was, but he said, "Hey, how's it going?" And immediately, you know, he just kind of eyes lit up, talked to me. He's like, "Yeah, sure. What are you doing?" Yeah, no problem. We'd love to have him. And those are the people I love to meet all the time across the region. But from that instant of meeting him, I knew I knew we were in a good spot. So it was just a a fun thing, you know. And it's really neat that kind of energy runs across a community as well. Brings resources, and of course, in places in our region where tourism uh, holds a lot for the economy, that's a huge thing. I mean, when someone like that, you walk in a store and you feel welcome, and you do those things, that's something that uh, uh, pretty quickly returns itself, you know. And that's a it's a beautiful thing. So you guys are continuing on that tradition with the Ritt River Rod Company. Um, currently, it's February while recording this show into early March. The season's kind of just getting going, right? Yeah. A little hard to say. We're a little little early to say uh, when, when when things are going to really kick up up. Um, And of course I should mention, I mean, Minnesota fishing's a little bit different. Seasons are actually open and closed. Uh, Some of those things, you know, so you guys are the experts on that side of the world. Uh, I'm down in Iowa, so things are a little bit different there, but uh, yeah, I would imagine, you know, by March and April, you guys are really keying up for uh, all sorts of good stuff, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah, absolutely. The season and Minnesota for fly fishing is has designated areas to be open all year. And luckily, Lanesboro city limits is one of them. So that keeps our shop open through the winter. Yeah. And, you know, we, people, if it's over 20 degrees, people are out there fishing. Right. It's great. Keep the so, ice out of your islets. You're yeah. good to go. Oh, All right. Yeah. I love that.
0: Uh, and I can mention too, rootriverrodco.com. You guys are right there on Parkway Avenue North in Lanesboro. Um, and also online, uh, a lot of cool things happening. Um, but, you know, definitely Thursdays through Saturdays,
1: probably somebody's going to find someone at the shop, right? Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, winter hours Thursdays through Saturdays, and then as soon as it starts heating up, we're yeah. open six days a week, and we're online 24 hours a day. So yeah, I
0: love that, <laughs> and and worth mentioning too, you guys are really building out kind of the online end of things, and uh, some really cool resources there in the shop. So uh, lots of good stuff to check out there, right?
1: Yep. Yeah the the e commerce store just launched about a month ago, and it's, love that. It's going great. We love yeah. it.
0: Yeah, it's super fun. Uh, it, it, other parts of the shop that I will mention, too, just because every fly shop's a little bit different. Um, you guys have a ton of fly tying resources, too, and some great hackles, some great materials, some good stuff there. Yeah. Uh, my family, if people don't know, we're three generations in poultry. I kind of took a little turn from that. Uh, but uh, So growing up as a kid, I actually remember in the poultry plant in Decora, we, uh, they always raised barred rocks in the wintertime, kind of their off-season, and then they would cut hackles off them. And yeah. we would staple them in the upstairs and towel them and they had piles of it was amazing and then they'd sell them to different companies
1: Um, oh man that's cool (laughs) yeah so
0: it was it was a really cool and it was just a tiny little part of the business it was an interesting thing i think most people didn't even really know it existed uh but my grandpa saw that opportunity years ago and it was just something kind of a little almost kind of like value added sort of thing that they could do in their off season Um, but that was my introduction to sort of what it like what those materials even were right and finding different types of feathers quality feathers you know unique stuff like that so you guys have an amazing selection right and uh, also do some fly tying work
1: yeah yeah we do a lot of fly tying and our selection is you know i'd say one of the best in minnesota for trout specific fly tying and we do carry stuff if you want to do musky flies and everything but yeah trout we're up there (laughs) that's it's awesome uh you also mentioned we were talking earlier you've been hosting some
0: uh, fly tying nights right
1: yeah, so down at Sylvan Brewery in Lanesboro, um, yes. every other Thursday at f- from like 5 to 8 p.m. or whenever, um, fly tying night. It's just like social time, bring your own stuff, you have a beer and. Have a talk. It's great.
0: Love that. And if folks don't know where Sylvan Brewing is, uh, it's, it's a great little spot. If you're in Lanesboro or coming in, you go all the way down the main drag there on, uh, on, the, on the parkway, uh, past the theater, down towards the end where you start to see kind of grain bin, and it's in that building. And Sylvan's great. Fun environment, fun spot, uh, especially when it warms up. A great outdoor area, and yep, very, yeah. very, very cozy. Yeah, so. we're,
1: we're lucky you have them. They're about a block and a half away from us. so Love that. We just walk down there.
0: <laughs> it's a beautiful resource. And you guys are living in Lanesboro, right? I mean, that's part of part of the deal. You're there full time and hanging out, right?
2: Yeah, we moved to town in 2020, so it's great. Our daughter walks to school. We walk that is to work awesome. in downtown and
0: right? love it that's a great experience. I love it. That, that idea of walking to school too, is a pretty fun, uh, did you make her walk up the hill too, or just the, <laughs> both, uh, ways. <laughs> <Yeah>. both ways?
1: <laughs> Three feet of snow. we to make her walk. <laughs>
0: I love that. That's so funny. Uh, I should mention again, uh, rootriverrodco.com. Also, you guys are on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. We're going to talk about that in a second. Uh, But rootriverrodco is the handle, right? For all those. That's correct. I love it. Something you were just talking about. So we talked a minute ago. Um, so guiding is a huge part of most fly shops and that is something that you guys obviously specialize in yeah so everything from just kind of guided bank fishing to the the actual float trips right yep yeah and uh, you also mentioned you know possibly the idea of doing some hosted trips right what is what's that all about
1: um yeah so I just took a fabulous trip down to Louisiana and the fishing was excellent met a bunch of great guides and did some homework and we're gonna have a lodge down there where we're gonna try and bring up to six people and target big bull redfish. And wow! It's, yeah, it's gonna be good. So look for that in twenty twenty four. Fun, but should be a tab open on the website pretty soon. So nice. That sounds like a good time. Also, mm-hmm. a little warmer place to fish. Yeah, in certain yeah. parts of the year. <laughs> yeah, it was it was seventy degrees when I was down there. It felt great. So <laughs> that's awesome and just a completely different experience, right?
0: Yep. Yeah. Love that. In terms of guiding at the shop, too, you know, um, something Aaron and I have gotten some experience with. I, so I kind of grew up fishing. And, and again, I'm not a great fisherman, but I, I enjoy doing it. And I'm, I'm familiar enough with it to get myself out there on the water and go. Uh, Aaron was not so much my wife, but a couple years ago, she connected. We've done a couple articles on women and fly fishing, uh, some great resources in our region for that as well. Um, but you know, for people who aren't familiar or or think like, gosh, I don't know, I've lived here my whole life. I haven't ever been out on the water. How does that work? work if somebody wants to come in and do a trip what does that look like how do you how do you jump in
1: um so yeah we offer um wade trips and float trips and if you're really looking to get into fly fishing i would recommend going on a wade walking wade trip uh because that's what you're going to be doing you're not going to immediately buy a drift boat and start rowing down the river but yeah the wade trips you can get it's more hands-on um you know, you're more in tune with the river. You learn how to read all the water, and doesn't matter. I mean, I like guiding women because they actually pick it up faster. <laughs> they don't. They don't try and force it. So, right. Um, right. And then uh, at the end of the summer, this will be our third year hosting um, fly fishing international women's connect, which is a big women's group that comes oh, from cool. all over the country. Yeah. And we take them out and guide them around the driftless area and here in Minnesota. So,
0: Oh, spectacular.
1: Yeah. What a great opportunity. And also, I mean, if folks are thinking about
0: this, like you kind of usually trips are either kind of like a half day or a whole day type kind of kind of thing. Is that right?
1: Yep. Yeah. Half day, full day, um, full days we can provide lunch. Uh, both we provide water and you don't need a Fly rod or waders, we have all that too. So you can just show up That's ready awesome. to go. So
0: yeah, and I will say it is one of those things. It's a sport where it is really nice to have someone who knows what they're doing at least the first couple times you go. It definitely can help out a lot. Probably increase your success rate. Yeah, absolutely, great, yeah. greatly.
1: <laughs> absolutely, yeah. I mean, it's definitely good to have someone to at least show you like what fly to use because there's so many options and trout oh, yeah. trout can get very specific on what they're eating. So like, even, you bet. even just walking the river and flipping over rocks and looking at the bugs. It is. So I was just laughing with another friend who fishes
0: the other day and we were, we are both laughing cause we're, we're kind of just crummy fishermen in that half the time when we're out, we will find ourselves standing on a on a little island or a bank of rocks and all of a sudden you're rock hounding more than you're yeah. more than you're fishing because yeah. 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 there's so much cool stuff to look at in our it regions. Is. Yeah. And uh boy, I'll say too, you know, there are some cool resources in our region. I know um Northeast Iowa Resource Conservation Development worked on several projects. I know other folks have here in Southeast Minnesota, so kind of, of like stream maps and fishing maps where even if you think you know the region, if you just sit down and look at some of those, all of a sudden there are places you realize You may have not ever been uh, and certainly stretches of water that you haven't uh, haven't always touched or been on. So there's there's a lot of places to explore in our region, right?
1: (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Um, Yeah. I mean, the DNR puts out a pretty good map that's free. Um, That's pretty much what you're, Fishing license paid for, and you can yeah. flip it open and throw a dart at it, and it'll be good good trout fishing, and you probably won't see very many people. <laughs> that is a, is a beautiful part of our, uh,
0: our region here, and I love that. Um, getting back towards the shop for a second, and Steve's work as well, you guys mentioned a couple of things. One event that you've been doing for years is the river cleanup, right, on the Root River. That's something you guys are looking at again this year.
2: Yeah, so we've done that uh, pretty much every year. Our first year we celebrated our grand opening with a river cleanup. And uh, the root river was obviously so special to my dad. Uh, so we'll be bringing that back for probably sometime at the end of August. And we're going to do that in memory of my dad this year. So awesome. we're going to go big and love that. we'd love to see you out there.
0: Yeah, and what a great activity! And again, I mean, just probably family activity. Get out on the water, spend some time, get in a few nooks and crannies you haven't been in, try and try and improve things a little bit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: for sure. We do. uh, We'll wait along the shores, but then we also come down with the drift boat, and we have pulled out. (laughs) One year we pulled out half a canoe.
1: Yeah, uh, there's a lot. Porta potty
2: (laughs) door, I believe we found.
0: Yeah, it's a little remarkable what shows up from over the decades it's, yeah uh, yeah but it's great to do those uh, do those cleanups and boy it makes a huge difference to water quality and just fishability and all those things it's a beautiful yeah. beautiful thing to do another thing i'll mention um, of course involvement with trout unlimited uh, on the minnesota side here the hiawatha chapter right uh, and down in northeast iowa we've had the driftless chapter for northeast iowa but you guys are doing something kind of special for the hiawatha chapter here this spring um, and that is a raffle right do you want to tell us a little bit about that?
2: Yeah so um, my dad started a couple years ago. He would build a rod each year and raffle that off to Trout Unlimited to help fundraise for different conservation projects and um, so we are actually raffling off his last rod that he built that was finished with help from some of his friends and that will be auctioned off on April twenty second, I believe. Yeah. We're gonna have a party at Sylvan Brewery.
1: Seven p.m.
2: And uh, tickets are available at our shop, ten dollars a piece.
1: Yep. Awesome. Yeah. A limited quantity of five hundred tickets, so super um, cool. Yeah. So get those before April twenty second, or hopefully they're sold out by then. But uh,
0: that's an that's, awesome yeah. opportunity, and what a what a beautiful way to kind of leave a legacy for your dad too what a great, great, great thing. Love that. Uh, and not to mention a chance to own a really beautiful bamboo rod. I'm sure it
2: it (laughs) is beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's amazing. That is super cool. So the raffle will be going on at uh, Root River Rod Company here this spring. And then April 22nd,
1: right, is that yes. event
0: at Sylvan Brewing, where it'll be given away. You don't have to be there, obviously, to win, probably. Nope, don't so, have to uh,
1: be there. So, But, um, but if you want to be, it'll probably be a lot of fun. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. it's going to be a pretty big event. So look forward to it.
0: I love that. Uh, so many good things going on. We're so glad that you guys are continuing the legacy uh, in Lanesboro and uh, digging into the community and just keeping so many of these great things going. Good work really very very cool yeah yeah
2: we're so happy to be here and carry on what my dad started and you know he really built up a great team of guides and employees so yeah we just feel so lucky to get to carry this on
1: yeah we're feels like we're just surrounded by like one big family so that's great that's Um, awesome (laughs) i love it Thank you, guys.
0: Uh, Thank you, Elena, Sobiniak, and Lance Prado for being here this afternoon, for sharing your time and your story uh, and the story of your dad, Steve. Uh, So much good work that you guys are doing. We really appreciate it and uh, hope we can keep in touch and uh, keep telling those stories, building that community. That's what it's all about. Yeah, thanks for having us. Cool. Thanks for being here. You too, Finn. Mm -hmm. He's having a good nap by now. (laughs) It all worked out. (sighs) Thanks for being here, you guys. It's rhymes with. We'll see you next time. You've been listening to Rhymes with Decorah, a special series of shows here from Southeast Minnesota, calling it Rhymes with Fillmore, Rhymes with Eagle Bluff, Rhymes with Trout. Take your pick. It's all good. We appreciate you being here. This is a companion project of Inspired Media, I iloveinspired.com. If you enjoyed the music on today's show, it's the work of Mr. Nick Zielinski. Find him online at Indicative of Drumming. Thanks for being here, everybody. See you next time. Rhymes with the Cora is a project of Inspired Media. Find us online at ilevinspired.com.